Hello, we're so glad that you're back with us for another episode of Kindred Conversations. This week's episode is all about routines that you have that contribute to your marriage, that help you connect with your spouse and just appreciate them a little bit more. This is a submissions episode, which I think is perfect because marriage is something that is so important and so essential, I think, in both of our lives and I know so many of our listeners' lives. So it's something we really wanted to talk about, but I'm so happy we're doing it as a submissions episode because I did not feel qualified to come on and give a bunch of marriage advice. No, me either. <laughs> Love my husband dearly, but I do not feel like a marriage expert in the least. So it was really great to hear your rituals for connection. And I'm, I feel like there are a few that I have implemented in my life already and the others I am excited to think about and talk to peers about and use them in our marriage. Yeah, I love submission episodes and I am really happy about the advice that, or I don't know, submissions that we got for this one because I just think everyone does this so differently. Everyone's marriage is so different. It's fun to see what people do and to be able to say like, oh my gosh, that could totally work for us, you know, and try it out. So I'm excited about it. Me too. Okay. I'll start with what I'm grateful for just so we can get get into the episode after. So I was thinking the other day, this is going to sound so weird, but I am so grateful that Miles's gross things that he does don't really gross me out. (laughs) Is that so funny? I think, and oh my gosh, please don't hate me. Like it just grosses you out so much. I am so sorry, but I just like, sorry, this is me. But Miles like had boogers in his nose or whatever. And I just like grabbed him and I don't know, threw him in the park or something in the grass. Sorry, I didn't like wipe him on the slide or something. I'm not that gross. But anyways, I just thought like that literally did not face me at, at all. Like, maybe that's like a weird thing to be proud of. <laughs> Honestly, as I'm saying this, I'm like, people are probably like, that is not something you're grateful for. But really, I just feel like as a mom, I deal with so much poop. Every single day. Oh, totally. Like barf, spit up, yeah. boogers, everywhere, all the always. Fluids. Like I've been peed on a thousand times. And like I'm a clean person. Like I will wash my hands, I'll wash him. <laughs> We're clean. We're sanitary. But like it doesn't gross me out having to deal with it. And I am really grateful for that. Yeah. I actually, that's so funny. I don't know what I did this week, but I do remember I did something. And right afterwards, Johnny said, You're a true mom, Brit. <laughs> And I just was laughing because there are totally things that you do. They're like, oh my gosh, I would have never been okay with this. And now I literally don't care. I'm like, like that's a blessing. And honestly, yeah, even like it is. toddler poop is disgusting. It's <laughs> disgusting. And I'm like, oh, Miles, even still, like it, I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. It's gross. But like, I can totally deal with it. Hand me somebody else's toddler to yes, change their poop. Yes, iPad. and it's a different story. It's a different story. Totally. So I'm I know. Really Isn't that hilarious? For that like slight immunity. Yeah, that honestly is funny. Okay, I'm so grateful. This week was really beautiful, beautiful weather, and um, we Johnny's been working from home for like everyone else's husbands the past year. <laughs> And so during nap time, I can leave, which is so nice. So I've been leaving during nap time, and we have um, pickleball courts in our neighborhood um, where Paris and I live. 
And so during that time, I've been going to play pickleball in the beautiful sunshine. And it's just been my favorite, favorite thing. Johnny and I actually played on Saturday as well. And yeah, we've just like, we both got sunburned actually. (laughs) It's just been so nice to like be outside, get like a good, get some good movement in, play a fun game. Like it's just been so great. I'm grateful for that. It's so energizing. I actually got a sunburn from playing pickleball this week too. And it just feels so Good. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy it's this time of year again. I know. Me too. Spring is just the best. I just wish it would come three months earlier. <laughs> I was saying and last that, three months longer. <laughs> yes. I was saying that to a friend earlier. I'm like, I actually love the fall and winter, but I wish that spring started in January. Oh. How amazing oh. would that be? I would for sure sign that petition. <laughs> I know. I know. So got to appreciate it when it comes, but we all wish it came a little sooner. It's true. But it makes it all the more magical. It, it does. does. It does. Okay, so let's get into these topics. First, Brett, I know you have something you want to say. Oh, yes. Okay, so Paris and I had this idea for a little while. We've been kind of sitting on it, and I usually just, like, run things by Johnny before we record and just, like, see if he has any other tips for me or, you know, it's just good to get, like, get an outside perspective. And so I told him, like, oh, we're going to record this episode on – just like rituals to connect to your spouse or however it was we phrased it. And I was like, what would you say? Like, what do we do? And I was like, so curious to hear what he said. And he's like, we actually were in the car when he said this. And he was like, that's easy car rides. I was like, car rides. Like, What? (laughs) I was like, that, and I honestly was, like, just so confused by that. So I'm like, well, like, what do you mean car rides? I was like, you feel like we connect over them? He's like, yeah. He's like, we totally connect over car rides, which I've talked about this in a previous episode. I easily would have said going on walks. Like, that's just something that we do all the time. And I really love it. But so I guess I was expecting him to say that anyway. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, we always go for car rides when we need a second to be able to like have a conversation so that like our boys are entertained and like contained. (laughs) And then like we can. Restrained. Yes. And restrained. (laughs) And we can just like chat the two of us. And it was so interesting because after we like talked about it for a second, I realized that like. This was something that he, this was like a tool he had been using that I wasn't recognizing and I wasn't appreciating it for what it was. And I just was like, we do go on a lot of car rides together. And honestly, like we're always down for a drive, drive by pretty houses, pretty farms, whatever. Like we're always good to just like ride around and chat. But I had never realized that he was using it as a moment of connection with me. And he even mentioned, he was like, yeah, that's why I, that's why it bugs me so much when you're on your phone or like busy, you know, in the passenger seat or whatever. Anyway, and I just was like, oh my gosh, I wish I'd known because I get on my phone when we go for a drive because I try not to be on it in front of my boys. And so if I'm not driving, then I'm like, sweet, I can get tons of stuff done right now. I can respond to these text messages. I can check my email, whatever. And so like, that's my time to like hurry and get, you know, the stuff done on my phone. And I just never knew that I was like taking it for granted the time that he had he wanted with me. Yeah. So with you. Yes. So I just wanted to like share this in an effort to encourage everyone to just like have an open conversation with their spouse and ask like, what would you say? How do you connect with me? What would you say our regular routines of connection are? Because, um, 
it like really opened my eyes and now like the last couple of weeks every time we go for a drive I like don't pull my phone out I'm like trying to have a conversation and it's been really sweet so yeah I love that just we need to all have conversations about it going along with that I was thinking as I was reading these and honestly being so inspired by everyone's answers I was realizing so many people said variations of the same things and it just taught me that there are a million different ways to connect with your spouse but having a ritual and a routine of it is so sacred and it will make sure it actually happens and it doesn't have to be like we're going to give you so many great ideas from our listeners from you guys but we like we're not recommending that you go do all of these things but hopefully what we can all do is take some inspiration and realize what would work in our lives and communicate with our spouse what would work for us and just try and implement these as routines so they become something we don't even have to think about mm-hmm. okay jumping in the first person said we always go to bed together if one of us has to stay up late to work on something or is out with friends the other will just sleep on the couch until we can go into bed at the same time such a simple thing but it gives us at least a few minutes each day to talk and snuggle so I, sweet yeah i really really believe in this We haven't always gone to bed at the same time. We definitely are in a good routine of that now. But there have been, there basically was a moment where we just weren't doing that. Pierce was playing soccer at like 5.30 in the morning every morning. And I didn't want to wake up at 5.30 in the morning anyway. So I would stay up way later than him. And I just realized we were missing each other. And then he'd wake up, like we, our schedules were just so off and we just got together one day and we're like, this is not working. We need to go to bed at the same time because that's, just really important for us. And I know that that doesn't work for everybody's schedule, but that has been really important in our marriage is making sure that we go to bed at the same time. Yeah, I love that one. Actually, Johnny and I, I would say 98% of the time go to bed at the same time. And I don't know, I really like that. I know that it's different for everyone, but I think it's just nice to like sort of be on the same page, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's surprisingly easy to miss your spouse. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Especially when you have other little humans running around the house too. It's not just the two of you, you know? And like if you're up doing housework, maybe he can help before you both go to bed. Or if he's up working, like maybe you can do something before you go to bed. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just there are a lot of ways to work around that, I think. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Okay, the next idea, we actually had a number of variations of this. And they were all like we have prompts that we sort of answer to one another before we go to bed. So a lot of people were like, oh, we say three things we're grateful for, or we say our highs and lows, or um, one that we got a few different people that said that they said something they were grateful for about their spouse. Anyway, I thought that was sweet to incorporate like something from your day and then something specific about your spouse. That way you can just be more loving and connect. Anyway, um, somebody specifically said, we say three things we're grateful for every night and one of the things has to be about the other person. I think this has made us more intentional about our interactions with each other throughout the day. And I loved that because I even think in our podcast, when we since we have started with a moment of gratitude, it makes me think during my day, especially on the days we're recording, but even on other days, like it trickles into the rest of my week. It makes me think about, oh, what things am I grateful for? And what am I going to say 
Anyway, so I could totally see how every night saying something you appreciate about your spouse would make you all day long be thinking, what am I going to say? It's what a shift of perspective. Yes. I love that. A couple other people said praying together every night and reading your scriptures at night. And overwhelmingly, my takeaway from these first few submissions is just have a routine together at night. If your schedule mm-hmm. can allow it, that will just pay dividends in your relationship and in your marriage to just know that every night we do these few things together that bring us closer together. Mm -hmm. I think if you can have that, you're really setting yourself up for success. Totally. I liked that. Um, we'll talk about these other ones a little bit later, but I noticed that there was like a full section of like nightly routines. And then there was a section of like morning routines. And I thought that was so sweet of like ending your day and starting your day together. I just... Yeah, I thought if you are are making these routines to, like, be on the same page, like, morning and night, like, it, I mean, I hate to say it doesn't matter, but it almost doesn't matter what's happening during the day because you're making time to reconnect again by the end of the day or, like, in the morning, and that will, like, keep you together, you know? Yes, I liked that. yes. And it's different in every relationship. Some people, I think it will make more sense for them to go to bed together and... Mm-hmm. Maybe for some people, it'll make more sense to have a routine in the morning together. Like I know for Pierce and I, just with his shoot schedule with shoots, my schedule with shoots, like I like to work out in the morning. He likes to work out in earlier and different mornings, you know, so a lot of times our mornings just don't match up. But night times, I notice even if he wants to go to bed way earlier than I do, I will like read a book in bed so I can go to bed with him, even if I'm not actually going to sleep yet. Yeah. Okay. The next one we got... They started with, this may be too intimate, (laughs) Um, but they said, but we shower together almost every night. It's nothing sexy. We just work so much and have so little time together that that's uninterrupted time we get together every night. And I know I can always plan on it. I love it. Anyway, I thought that was really sweet. They're just like maximizing the time that they do have. And then actually following up with that, I think this was more intimate, but Another person also mentioned showering together and then somebody else said just prioritizing intimacy, which I mean, that is like a whole nother topic, Yeah. but I just, you know, I think that's important prioritizing it however, however you and your spouse need. And honestly, since we're talking about routines in this episode, like have a routine for Mm -hmm. it, just make those opportunities available because that is so important. So making it a priority and having like a space in your schedule for it. Totally. I think is really sweet and important and it's just important to connect. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. The next one is actually a submission. My mom is so passionate about, so I was excited to talk about it on our podcast, but my parents are so good at this and it has inspired Pierce and I so much. And just this year we have implemented it as well, but my parents every quarter, so every three months, they, um, and Pierce and I, I wish we could do this every three months. So we do it on like a little bit scaled down of a version, but every three months, my parents will book a hotel in just like a nearby bigger city and they will go to the hotel and they will just have like 24 hours together and they will go through their goals and they will go through their goals from last quarter and just really do a deep dive into, are we where we want to be in our, in like our marriage, in our social life, like just in our health, all of the different categories. And they really 
get into it with each other and just connect and make sure that they're on the same page. And I can stand as witness that they have made some really big life changes and adjustments specifically because of these quarterly planning dates. And I think that having that touch point of, okay, every three months we are going to really evaluate where we're at and where we're going. And Pierce and I can't go stay somewhere every three months. I wish that sounds amazing. But last time we just went and we went out to dinner and then we came home and we just planned like, okay, from when miles goes down, we're like getting a babysitter and we are planning until like 10 o'clock. And then like, hopefully next time we can do something in the morning too. Just like making sure you have uninterrupted time that is focused on your family and your marriage, I think is such a gift to be able to invest back into your relationship. Yeah. I love that you talked about this. I know we, um, often talk about this off the podcast, but both of our parents are great examples of, as well as, um, just like really encourage us in intentional living and that's something that I love about this is I I can see, I think this last year made me really realize in my own marriage that it can be so easy to just like start going through the motions and like fall into your routines, whatever they may be, without being very intentional about your marriage or your goals as a couple. And so I love just like this, having a regular touch point to come together, like be very intentional about what you both want, what your goals are together. Um, Yeah, obviously I am a fan of like making individual goals as well, but I just, I think um, I have realized the importance of doing that as a couple just in the last year. Yeah, and I know they use that time as well to talk about their individual goals and how they can support each other. And I just think it's a really beautiful way to get closer and to evaluate if you're doing the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. Because you're right, things can get stagnant, but if we are being intentional, they don't have to be that Mm -hmm. way. Okay, somebody also said along with this, that on their anniversary, they set one-year, five-year, and ten-year goals for themselves as a couple and for their family as a whole. And I thought that was also, like, that's a great idea. If maybe the quarterly planning feels like a bit much, then maybe you do it on your anniversary. And I liked the short-term as well as long-term idea. Yeah, it's it's great. And your anniversary is just such a perfect checkpoint. Totally. We're about to have our six-year anniversary. Oh my gosh, congrats. In like two weeks. <gasps> yeah, two weeks. Exciting. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> six years. <laughs> Don't you still feel like a baby? I do. Oh, yeah. I'm sometimes I'm like, um, how has it been six years? I know. Oh my gosh, okay. I was, my family sent this video of me and my sister. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. I'm so young. Like, just cringing so hard at the video. Like we're all making so much fun of me in this video. I showed the video to Pierce and Pierce zooms in. He's like, you are wearing a wedding ring in this video. We were both appalled. I'm like, how has it been long enough that I that you're like embarrassed at, by Yeah, that I look back at my wedding and I'm like <gasps> That is so funny. Like not even the style things, but like myself. Right, right. I'm like you know how you just cringe at oh, your younger totally, self? Totally, totally. Yeah. Anyway, I know six years so isn't actually funny. that long, but that really put things in the Oh totally, <laughs> totally. No, I agree. Okay. Um, another one that somebody, oh, these are going back to just like a few activities that people do at nighttime, but somebody said they walk together every night 
um, because the fresh air and conversation brings them together. Love that. So sweet. Someone also said, spend time together every night after baby is down. Um, just a big fat amen to this. One of the best things I think for Pierce and I's marriage is that Miles goes to bed at seven o'clock every night. And that has been so good for us just because we know no matter what, we have three or four hours at night just for ourselves. And I know that's not feasible for everybody, but just going to throw that plug in there. A lot of kids can go to bed at seven o'clock earlier than you think. And at least in our family, it has worked so beautifully. It served us really well. Yeah. I, Brooks does not go to bed that early, but he's not too far behind. And that is like sacred time. Any parent of young kids knows that they're, I know everyone's like, this is our time to treasure, you know, which I'm curious to see like how that changes as our kids get older. But yes. And people also said like for activities after babies goes, go mm. down, um, just like cards or a game or having a show to watch together. And I just wanted to say like, I think having something you plan on doing together at night is so much more um, productive than just putting your baby down do? and just like, oh, what are we going to do? Or what are we going to watch? Mm-hmm. Like, it just... It even gives you something to look forward to. Yeah, like, even when Pierce and I have a show to watch together, mm-hmm. like, that's Pierce... Side note, Pierce cannot watch movies <laughs> or shows. He just falls asleep immediately. So when we do have a show together, it's so fun because... Anyways, if there's one he can stay awake through, it's a really big deal. So that's so fun to have together. And just knowing, like, you have something to look forward to at night, even if it is a show. Like, I know that's a simple thing, but I would so much rather know, oh, we have this show that we're excited to watch together. Totally. Rather than just, like, browsing Netflix Mm -hmm. for hours and Mm -hmm. then going to bed. And obviously, there are really vast differences in activities that we can do but I've been saying to Pierce the last couple of months I really want to have a hobby that we have together Mm -hmm. because we totally have time after Miles goes to bed and I know that that's like really a lucky moment in time where we do just have one baby and he sleeps at seven so I'm like we should really take this time and work on a project together we were actually just saying we want to get into like baking really fancy like great British baking show style desserts oh yes just having something to work on together I think is such a great way to come closer together. So Pierce and I are working on that. Stay tuned. Love it. I know. I'm excited to see what you pick. I I think it's going to be the dessert. The dessert. (laughs) You can't watch Great British Baking Show without like just wanting to make everything they're making so so bad. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel always inspired to like whip up something random after that. Um, another idea that somebody had just going along with those was to switch off picking an activity every night. I thought that was cute. Okay. Um, this is starting into just like a few things that people do in the mornings, which I, we don't really do a ton in the morning. So I kind of liked this idea. Um, somebody said, I know this isn't feasible for everyone, but we do breakfast together every morning and it really makes a difference to start our day together. I thought that was cute. Yeah, I would love to start my morning with Pierce. I, I get to on Saturdays and Sundays most of the time. So yeah. I'm taking that for now, but <laughs> I think if you have the opportunity, you absolutely should. Somebody else said that they send each other a good morning text every single morning. And I'm imagining that these people have different schedules or maybe they work different places and have to go at different times. But I think that is such a good idea. Oh, totally. That's a great idea. And just to know you're always going to get a sweet text from your husband every yes. morning. Yes. 
Yes. Before I had Brooks, I Paris Paris knows this about me. I'm sort of ashamed to admit this. Um, but anyone who knows me well knows this. So <laughs> I love sleep just so much. Like <laughs> I feel like at this point, our listeners who know you well know that. Yeah, that's probably true. And that's so embarrassing. No, it's not. Who doesn't love sleep? I honestly hate that about myself, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah, I do. I'm embarrassed to admit this. But I could sleep all day long. I've always been this way. I love sleep so much. I could go to bed early. I could sleep until noon. I could take a nap. Like, I just <laughs> love it. And before I had Brooks, Johnny would go to work. In my mind, it was so early and now I'm laughing at myself because I'm obviously up by seven at the latest every single day. But um, he would go to work and have to be there by like, what, nine, you know? And I thought that was so early. And so, and I would sleep till like, gosh, 1030. I don't know. Anyway, so we never started our day together. And I would always be like, do not wake me up. Like, don't, you know. He'd like kiss me goodbye and I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh. Like, too early. (laughs) Blow me a kiss, Johnny. Yes. So these good morning texts are just such a great idea if you don't start your mornings together. I think it's just a great little connection. Yeah, you still think about each other in the morning. Also, I have to say, I love that you love sleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's very Britney. My favorite. Okay, another person said that they snuggle for a couple minutes in the morning. And I've actually heard, I okay, I've heard this idea. I think um, I have a friend who used to do this. I know she's mentioned, I don't know if they still do, but um, they would set their alarm like five minutes before they need, they would set like two alarms, one for the time they need to get out of bed and one for like five minutes early. And when the first one went off, they would just like snuggle together. And then when the second one went off, they'd like, the whoever had to leave like would get up and leave i love that anyway yeah i thought that was really sweet and i know i don't know everyone's different i mean your touch level (laughs) how much how much you like to be touched i have a child who really hates being touched (laughs) and i have a child who always wants to touch said child (laughs) so i mean this is different for everyone but if you're a snuggler maybe consider putting this in your routine i just have to say the idea of like a snuggle alarm i know I know. That is so, so cute. It is. is I want a snuggle alarm. (laughs) You're sorry, the alarm went off. You have to snuggle with me. (laughs) Yeah. No, I. Maybe alert your spouse before you start this routine. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I. We do snuggle in the mornings. Not every morning, but when we do, it's the best. Yeah. It's like, why not just make this an everyday thing? Totally. Totally. Okay, another one mentioned. This is one my mom is such has always preached. I feel like this big when, proponent. I feel like whenever maintaining your marriage throughout having kids comes up, this this comes, comes up. up. Yep, yep. Weekly date night. So I love this. This can look so different depending on what works for you. We got a lot of different advice. Some people said. You know, we like to go out to dinner once a week. Other people... Oh, somebody even said, like, if we are having a hard time finding a babysitter, we just do a date at home, which I know Johnny and I do all the time. Like, if we're just having a hard time finding someone or what for whatever reason don't want to leave the boys, like, we'll just schedule something fun at our house for the two of us after they go to bed. Um, Somebody even mentioned, like, they have one night a week to just be together and talk and have fun. So, like, this wasn't even necessarily, like go out, but it was like a specific time once a week set for the two of them to be intentional in their marriage. And I just, I think 
the importance of this cannot be emphasized enough. Yeah, a couple of thoughts around this. I think that having a set day, like Wednesdays are date night. And if something comes up, like we have date night. It's just the priority. And maybe it's shorter some nights. Maybe it's going out. Maybe it's staying in. But just knowing like this is the day where we have date nights. Because if at the beginning of every week you are trying to decide, oh, shoot, we're going to have date night. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, it's too busy of a week. It just can really easily get pushed down the list of to-dos. But if you have it set as a priority, okay, every day or every every day, <laughs> every week, this day is our date night. Just making that a priority. And I think, yes, you can do it at home. I think you can have a sitter come and instead of texting a babysitter every single week, maybe pick a babysitter that you trust or that is well-priced or that you trust and is well-priced. We can do both of those. We're not choosing. We're not choosing. But maybe pick a sitter that you trust and you can have come every single day or every single week that same day just so you don't have to coordinate every Mm -hmm. single week and just Mm -hmm. go through all of the planning process. Just make it as simplified as as possible. possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the harder it is and the more steps you're making for yourself, the less likely it is to happen. Totally. There's always an excuse not to go. You can automate your date night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Okay. Someone said, I don't know if this counts, which it totally counts. I thought this was really sweet. So they said, we love to play this game where we ask each other questions, sometimes hypotheticals or other times just very random questions. And then we share experiences or stories that we haven't shared with each other yet. Sometimes you spend so much time together, it's hard to keep digging deeper and find new things about each other, but it's a fun way to keep getting to know one another better and to put the phones away. Um, Loved this idea, and I felt like it went really well with the date nights because how often do you find yourself sitting there at date night and you don't have anything to talk about and you're embarrassed. You're like, even though this is not happening, I'm like, everyone's looking at us and we have nothing to say and they're judging our marriage. Yeah. Felt that. Felt that. (laughs) Not true. But I like the idea of coming up, you know, just making it a game. Yeah. What kind of random things can you dig out of the other person that you didn't know? Yes. And I have to say, I feel like every six months or so, also, sorry, just side note to this. I have known Pierce for over 12 years now. We have been in each other's lives for a very long time. To this day, every six months, I find something out about him (laughs) that that shocks me. (laughs) Somehow that does not surprise me about Pierce oh, specifically. I feel like crazy things just happen to Pierce and he just like thinks it's normal. So like it doesn't get mentioned or he just like forgets about it. I'm like, why did you not tell me this? You lived where when you were a kid? Like I just have no idea ever. But anyways, it's so fun to get to know your spouse even more because you do get to know each other so well that you forget that there are things you can still learn about each other and you can continually grow and continually fall in love with each other. Totally. Yeah. And you can learn too. I think you can learn like what style of question you guys like asking. Is it like more like emotional, like dig deeper questions? Or do you like, would you rather? Yes. Or are they what ifs? Johnny always does what if with me and I honestly hate it. (laughs) He knows it. He knows it. I'm like, Johnny, that's that's a hypothetical question. Like, I don't want to answer it. It's not for real. So just figuring out like, what is it that you enjoy anyway, I think could be a great way to connect. Yes. So somebody, actually a few people recommended this and I feel like Pierce and I do it quarterly, but doing it weekly or daily is 
so brilliant, but they say they have weekly inventories and shorter daily ones. The person who specifically said that they do weekly and shorter daily ones, I have heard them talk about this. And actually, it would be a really fun thing to have um, an episode to have on the podcast. Um, Because she said that it has like changed their marriage, like it's made all the difference in their marriage. And I'm not sure exactly like what their specific questions are. But I think just like having what would streamline this process is having set questions that you go through every time that you know are going to be asked and are going to be answered and you you take turns. So like you ask your spouse and then you also answer that same question and just having an opportunity to first acknowledge the things you're grateful for, what you're appreciating, but then also anything that maybe has been difficult for you, things that you're personally struggling struggling with or maybe things that your spouse is doing that you're having a hard time with. Just like having an opportunity to be able to speak um, what's on your mind in an open and honest way without feeling like you're going to hurt the other person's feelings or that you're going to have to be defensive, you know, just having like this really safe space to be able to communicate openly, I think is very important. This feels like something that would be so healthy for your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I, Johnny and I are getting better at this. I think this is something that you honestly could work on your whole marriage. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is something we're getting better at, but I would like to make it more regular. So that's my to do. I'm going to streamline this process and come up with some good questions for us. Maybe for our May goals. Yes. (laughs) Somebody said eat around the dinner table with no distractions. And this one just made me think one of the ways that I feel most connected to Pierce is when we are both connecting as a family with Miles. And obviously that individual relationship is so important too, but I like the idea of having that connection as a family as well. That's so good for your marriage too, because you need to connect with your spouse and you need to connect with your children and your spouse needs to connect with your children, but also you all connecting together, I feel like really is so bonding for the partners. Yeah, and... Have you heard, I feel like I've like read books and listened to podcasts all about how important it is for your children to um, do dinner together as a family. Anyway, so I loved this one because it's not just beneficial for for you and your spouse. It's also beneficial for your children. And if you can just start that at the beginning of your marriage or, you know, if you have kids that are still home or even if you have kids that are away, like just starting that habit, if you don't have it already, is like build is a really good foundation to build on, yeah. I think. There are just a million great reasons to eat dinner together as a family. Totally. And focus on that. Totally. Okay, somebody said the cutest thing. We have a little notebook someone gave us at our wedding that we can write notes to each other and put on put it on the other's pillow. It's been a great way to lift each other up. For me, it forces me to be thoughtful so I don't say the same things over again. Love you. You're great, although I do say those too. It is helpful for me to reflect on what he contributes to our marriage and letting him know about it. This goes back to what we were saying about the gratitude and being grateful for each other. When you are vocalizing it, or in this case, writing it down for the other person, it makes you look for the things that they're great at. And you're right, we do, or she's right, that we do say the same things to each other. Yes, that really stood out to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally have my go-to things that I'll say if like I'm feeling like 
particularly, you know, extra loving towards Johnny. Like, I totally have go-tos, you know? And I'm sure he does too. But I just think it really is so much more meaningful when it's specific, don't you think? Absolutely. And we can look for those other things. And there are so many great things about our spouse. We just need to be able to look for all of them. Totally. Totally. Okay. The next one, someone said, we do lots of trips together. Even if they're just a short day trip or maybe a weekend trip. Um, They said they love to take time out of their routine because she says we can always get so focused on work. A new place makes us drop what we're doing, be present and connect with each other. And I think that was perfectly said. I agree. Getting out of your routine, however, whatever it looks like, maybe that's your date night, maybe that's your weekend trip, whatever it is, but getting out of your routine, I think really does force you to be more present and, and um, really like, reconnect with your partner yeah this one is really big for Pierce and I I just feel like it's something that we have really prioritized not only in our marriage but in our life just how we have chosen our jobs and structured our life this is a way that we feel really bonded together and I'm grateful that we have recognized it and made it a priority because it is really a good thing in our relationship so I love that she brought that up the last one we're gonna share is from somebody that said, we read an article a few years ago that discussed the advantages of figuring out how you like to be apologized to. It makes you feel more closure on those important but sometimes heated discussions, leads to less resentment slash grudges being held in a relationship, and makes your arguments a safer activity within your marriage, etc. This has been a game changer for us the same way that focusing on our love languages has also been. Being consistently loved and forgiven by my spouse in a language I understand best and doing the same for him has truly made our marriage a wonderful and beautiful thing. I have never thought about this until she submitted that. No, me either. Me either, but it makes sense. And I think especially in like when you are arguing, it's so much harder in that moment to communicate what's what you need or what's going to be the best way to apologize or move forward. So <clears throat> having that conversation, like it again, in a safe space, like safe environment where you can openly discuss things then helps in those heated moments to just move, move things yeah. forward a little bit quicker. I think. When, when you're in the argument and you have the security that yeah. we are going to be okay after this argument yeah. and move on. Yeah. I think is just a really great way to love your partner. Totally. And I think some people, and I just, I like this. I think some people can, can do a quick, like, some people can be totally okay with a quick, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, other people want a whole explanation for, or they need to get their feelings out first. Maybe they don't, they're not, you know, I don't know. I just think the way that you work through things um, is different individually and as a couple. And that being said, like, that's such a good transition into an easy plug for um, going to counseling as a couple. I think if that is feasible for your family, I think it could only help. Yeah. Right? We all could improve on our marriage. Yeah, of course. Honestly, my main takeaway is I want the link to that article. Yes, same. Same. So, I agree. Maybe we should hunt that down. Yeah, we should. Well, honestly, reading your answers has left me feeling so uplifted and inspired and really just reflecting on how important marriage is. And it's something that continuously needs to be 
invested in. And I always want to be making my marriage a priority. And these were such lovely ideas of how to do so. And I want to make them habits in my life. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted their um, ideas and their routines. It's been so fun to read over them and to just take some things away that are going to work for us. I, I'm really excited about this. So for future episodes, if you ever would, if you have an idea for a future episode or if you would like to submit um, an idea on one of our episodes, then please follow along on Instagram at kindred underscore conversations. Thank you so much for listening as always. And just want to say if you share our podcast, maybe in your stories or with a friend and leave us a review, it honestly means the world to us and it helps us grow our podcast, which is great so more people can hear it. Have a great week. Thank you.